Hello there. I'm Ryan Woods, a Spartan god. This is my own mind. You're listening to the I'm a Spartan podcast, Scott Knowles. And I'm, what the fuck am I doing this, man? This is fucking stupid. Are you kidding me? I'm doing these favors for these bums? Nah, fuck this. I'm out here. Katie, bring me some wine. I'm fucking out. I am Scott the Fane Knowles, and you're listening to another episode of I'm a Spartan OCR Podcast. What's up, everybody? I hope you had a chance to run this past weekend at the Atlanta race. It was great. We had a huge storm come through Friday, and it flooded the venue. The part where we always go under the road to get to the back half of the super course, it was like waist deep, and most of the time, it's either dry or or ankle deep so that was a treat the woods to before that part were flooded as well there was tons of trip hazards if you come out of there unscathed you were very very lucky there was lots of holes and lots of roots and tree trunks it was epic and um the only thing i didn't like about the weekend is it was a little cold on sunday but once you got running it wasn't that bad um, I want to thank everybody that um, listens to the show and come up to me and said, hey, um, it meant a lot. I always enjoy uh, meeting the listeners out there on the course or at the venue, you know. Uh, also, a little bit of news here. Um, with me and uh, Scott Bennett, who is on the show tonight, and uh, he's crushing his age group. And uh, I hope that when I'm his age, I'm still out there doing the same things that he's doing. Because, I mean, he's an inspiration to me. Seeing him out there, every time I go to a race in Georgia or that's drivable in this area, I always see Scott there. And he's always got a smile on his face. He's always pushing. And that's when I see him there, every time I see him, I say to myself, I want to be that guy one day. And uh, I just think he's out there crushing it, and I want to do that too. But anyway, me and him were talking about, you know, World's Toughest Mudder, and it's going to be in Pensacola this year. And as soon as I got off the phone with him, lo and behold, they announced the venue for where it's going to be. And it's not, it's, I think it's an actual, they said it was like an hour north of Pensacola, and it's going to be at Atmore, Alabama. And it's... The address is 23731 Ewing Farm Road, Atmore, Alabama. That's November 12th through the 13th. And the brunch on Monday is going to be in Pensacola. So you'll have a little drive there. I already booked my hotel there just as a backup. I'm hoping to get a VRBO with some friends or something. But just as a backup, I always book a hotel room with uh, free cancellation. That way, you're always sure. You never know what would happen. The VRBOs might be super expensive down there. They might find out world's toughest motors coming to town. They'll be like, let's jack the prices up. But anyway, I'm looking forward to it. It'll be my first uh, world's toughest motor. So I'm hoping I won't die. But uh, anyway, I'm going to be at Savage Race this weekend. So if you see me there, come up to me and say what's up. If you see me on course, Please chat with me. I'll be looking forward to it. But anyway, 
enough of me talking. Here's the interview with my good friend, Scott Bennett. Scott Bennett, what's going on today, brother? Not much. Just finishing a day of work. Getting ready to go home. So, Looking forward for the weekend. Yeah, me too. Are you going to Savage this weekend? Uh, still up in the air. I'm registered for Savage, and I've got a trail race series with Dirty Spokes, and I've got to decide which one to do. So if it's going to be really cold, I'll probably go trail. Well, I think it's going <laughs> to be pretty I cold. Hypothermic at Savage. I got hypothermic at Savage one time. That's not fun. Yeah, so, I know. I know. Michael's Michael's girlfriend Mary. She's in that. Uh, she's in that series with Dirty Spokes, and she's got good points going. So. I think right. she's going to the trail race, and then she's going to come to Savage later. But me and Michael, we're going to go run the Pro Wave at Savage. Yeah, and it's supposed well, to be in the forties. I kind of doubt it though, when I might see you there. Yeah, well, I'll go be hanging around for uh, you know most of the day too. So if you come out after the trail race, I'll be there. Sure, sure. Well, Scott, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Like, where are you from, and like, what do you do for a living, man? Okay. Um... I live in uh, Forsyth County, Cumming, Georgia. I actually live in a grew up in a the north end of the county, Silver City community. Born and raised there. Oh wow! Uh, live live about five miles from there in the Cold Mountain community right now. And um, I, as far as work goes, um, we have a, it's a perpetual care cemetery. Uh, it's family owned, and I've been working here for. Uh, 32 years, I guess. Uh, my father-in-law, um, he just recently passed, but he he was the owner. His dad had started the, the funeral home here in town, then the cemetery. And so that's what I do. I, I bury people. So if I'm getting my hair cut somewhere or doing something and, and you know, the uh, lady trying to cut the hair is making conversation. So what do you do for a living? <laughs> well, I bury people. And it was just automatic quiet i said put the scissors down <laughs> Not, put the scissors down i promise this is okay you know but uh it's pretty neat it, it really is I've, I've enjoyed every every day of it it's uh it's uh definitely made a lot of friends through here i bet that's hard work too um uh, it, it 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 is but uh it's for lack of a better word you know it's it's uh kind of a, a calling to to work here you know, to, to be good, to make friends, and, uh, uh, you know, just show the compassion when you got to and need to, and, and uh, a lot of good feedback there, so it, it, it's working out well. Right, so, and you've been, you've been in this business pretty, pretty much your whole life, or most of your life? I went to college, uh, got an accounting degree, um, realized about the last class of uh, college in my accounting class, I thought, i will absolutely die if I think i got to do this for the rest of my life. So I thought, that's great. I've wasted all my mom and dad's money, which they didn't have. Oh, man. But uh, uh, so then I got graduated, and uh, a fellow from uh, Gainesville opened up a local sporting goods store over here. So he hired me to run it because at the time, uh, the, our county was pretty small. And so, I, you know, I knew just about everybody in the county, and that's what he was wanting, somebody that – knew the people over here because he was from an adjacent county. So that worked out, and I did that for six, seven years. Uh, then I went to the post office and worked there for three years and um, got married during that time. I was 30 when I got married, and uh, then this this uh, became available, and I was kind of hesitant to do it because I had you know, the best in-laws 
you can have. And I've always heard you don't work for your family, but you'll mess things up. But I gave it a shot anyway. I hated right. working at the post office. So, but it's been, uh, it's been great ever since. So I, that's, that's how I ended up here. Was there a, and, and this is just a question on my mind. Uh, <laughs> what is, was there a certain year that they started like making it mandatory that they buried everybody in a vault? Like, wasn't there a year uh, where they changed well, that? There's actually, actually in Georgia, you don't have to be buried in a vault. Right. You can bury, still, still bury caskets, you know, just in the ground. Okay. But uh, we do require one here simply to keep the graves from, from, you know, sinking over time and all. But it's not a, not a law that you have to be buried in one. Because I don't the place that you're burying. I don't know why I was thinking this, but I was thinking like there was a really bad flood that was here in Albany, Georgia, and like some of the, you know, some of the uh, coffins oh, yeah. were coming up in the in Yeah, the there cemetery. was. It was, uh, uh, I can't remember how many years ago, but yeah, there was caskets and vaults and mainly vaults that, uh, you know, were did their job and were airtight, keeping the water out. They, they just, you know, popped out of the ground. Right. You know, because they're so... Uh, yeah, we won't have any problem with that up here, but right. yeah, was that was that was a mess. I, yeah, I, and I was, and I don't know why I was thinking it's been so long because I was a kid when that happened, and I don't know why I was thinking that somebody told me that after that happened that it was mandatory they had to bury him well, in the vaults at that point. They did, they did uh, make a few uh, new changes there whenever that happened, but uh, the the majority of what you actually saw in those pictures were vaults. Uh, with the caskets inside the vaults, oh. so uh, um, that they uh, purpose of the vault is you know to designed to keep water away from the casket, so it's an airtight um, situation there. And then whenever the ground was so full of water, right, uh, you know it's hard to keep something underwater, so it just popped up out of the ground, and that's that's how that was the problem there. Yeah, that was an awful flood when that it happened. It was terrible. It was. Well, Scott, man, I brought you on here because, I mean, you're a good friend to me and, and you've always supported my podcast. And, uh, man, you inspire me because, I mean, because you're what, 64? Yeah, I'll be 65 in October. I mean, you're, you're about to turn 65 and you're out there competitively running like OCR and you've been doing this since 2012. Did I find that out right uh, yeah uh that was um probably i think that was my first uh, well actually in 2011 because i when you asked me about this i tried to look up some things because off my mind is not too well but 2011 <laughs> i did uh a warrior dash it was the first one i ever did uh, i just happened to see it on the internet one night had never even heard of it before and uh, uh one of my brothers was going through some some stuff at the time and i thought boy this will be good me and him will we'll just go to this so i hit him up and i said i think i found something for student he said i don't care what it is go ahead and sign us up so we did it <laughs> and uh you know was just instantly hooked with it i think it took us took me like 25 minutes or something to do it you know and then there was uh, a little bit later on in the fall there was a Merrill down and dirty you know so i did that and it was a little bit longer so then i saw spartan in 2012 come up and so I got him to go again, and we were st <laughs> we were standing there waiting. We got there a little bit early, and he said, look around. I said, what are you talking about? He says, just look around. I was <laughs> looking around. He goes, I said, what do you mean? He says, we're the only gray-headed blankety-blanks <laughs> here. And I said, you're right, we are. 
So anyway, we do the race and start off. So I'm thinking, okay, we're dash, you know, 30 minutes, this uh, an hour will be good. So I get about 30 minutes in and I'm thinking, okay, just about 30 more minutes. And then I hit this barbed crawl. I, I probably wasn't long, but it seemed like it was about, you know, two football field lengths. And I thought, golly, anyway, it took me an hour and a half to do it. And I got through and I couldn't even, I mean, I was cramping everywhere and, I couldn't even get my shoes off, and Dang. I went, I can't wait to sign up for the next one. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what happened. We just started doing them, doing them, and been doing them ever since. So you must have already been, like, you know, running and all before you started doing this. Like, what? Like, what's your background um, okay. in doing sports? Uh, growing up, um, uh, I was, uh, well, you, you know, I've, skinny so i mean even in high school in between my 11th and 12th grade i probably grew about five or six inches so i was like you know 145 pounds something like that so i didn't play sports in high school i might could have but i just didn't think i'd be any good at it but started playing softball and i played i mean we played every week we play 100 games a year we played oh, every wow. night of the week and tournaments every weekend so i was you know stayed active in doing that uh, said then we got married. I got married when I was thirty. Uh, we knew we wanted to have uh, several kids, so we immediately started doing that. So uh, for the next five years, we had uh, ended up having three kids with a couple of miscarriages in there, and we ended up uh, doing some foster care for a couple of years, and ended up adopting a little girl. We got her at two, so she just now turned twenty-one. But anyway, so we had the four kids. So after about. Uh, for about 10 years, that was what I was doing. And then they got up big enough to I could start doing stuff again. And so I was too old to play softball like I wanted to. And so I thought, well, I'll try running. Maybe I can do that. You know, I got to find something to do. So I signed up. There was a little 5K race that was right. It ran right by my house. And so I thought, okay, I can do this. I've, I've never, I never ran before as far as running, just, just playing softball and stuff and basketball. Right. But, um, so I tried, trained, quote, trained for about <laughs> three or four weeks. The race comes around, and I mean, I'm like going into that last mile, and there's this slow, just incline that you can't even tell it's a hill, but it seemed like a mountain. And I was literally dying. I thought my, my lungs are going to explode, my heart's going to explode. And then here comes this look like a 95 year old woman just, you know, chugging along right past me. And I thought that is <laughs> not going to happen anymore. Well, I cannot know. So I uh, started running and uh, just the competitive part of it. And then just, just you know, it just kind of took hold. And and uh, so I've been running ever since. I started running at about age 40. Right. So, and then, then it led into all this other stuff. So, like, what did your wife say when you told her, hey, me and my brother, we're going to run in the mud and just try well, this out and see how it goes? I've, I've got the best wife ever. Uh, and it, it worked out good. I guess I'll look at it this way. We were, she was 29. I was 30 when we got married. Uh, neither one had ever been married before. So we were used to just, you know, making our own way, taking care of ourselves. Uh, she was a school teacher, taught special ed. And, um, so, you know, she was right. We got married. We were used to doing our own things and whatnot. So we'd try to, what little bit we did, we'd go and, and, uh, she just, you know, I had been nice to people all day. I just want to come home and chill and not have to do anything. So 
finally we come to this understanding. I, you know, I, I say I can't. I don't want to go. I want you to go if you're going to be miserable. She said, well, I'm good for you to go without me. Just go. So we kind of do our own thing there. And when the kids were growing up, of course, we were at everything there. But uh, she's she works herself to death, and it gets me out of the hair a little bit, out of her <laughs> hair. <laughs> so she lets me go. And I, you know, and never, I, anytime I do, she just lets, doesn't, uh, she may say something about it to herself, but never she said one thing to me about it. So we, we, uh, have her have her time away like that. That's probably helped the marriage last that long because she sends oh, yeah. you off on these mud runs every weekend. <laughs> tell you, I'll, I'll tell you what. One thing that uh, started the uh, one reason as far as the the Warrior Dash thing started. So I think it's in 2010. She was one of the healthiest people. I mean, taught taught aerobics three or four times a week. Uh, wow. Ate just right, you know. And I mean, I had rather run than have to try to walk with her because. She just is just she's just such a such a you know fit person. Anyway, in 2010, she she gets lymphoma cancer, oh, no. and uh, so we go through the uh, treatments. Uh, goes away and immediately comes back. So we had, ends up doing a bone marrow transplant. That's about a year long thing. So we have Damn. a few good months there, and then it comes back again. Another bone marrow transfer. So it was about five years there. We were you know dealing with with cancer getting over it trying to get through it figure it out and uh luckily i've got a you know a big family and and uh friends and so this obstacle racing come along about that time so it it literally gave me an outlet you know i had to have something to try to try to be productive because i you know i i mean to to, to do something for me where i could be there for my family you know so uh it's all worked out real well so is she fully recovered from all that she is That's she great. is uh she's a she's a bionic woman she, she <laughs> is, she's probably six seven seven years now uh, uh, you know in remission uh right after she was getting released uh she had gotten from the radio i'm not the radiation but the uh steroids and the treatments and all she came down with a vascular necrosis which is uh you know blood flow quits going to the joints and they deteriorate so she had to have both total hip replacements about six weeks apart Mm. and then uh three months after that a left shoulder replacement and then like two years later the right shoulder replacement about two years ago had the left knee done so but to look at her you wouldn't even know that she's had any of that done so i mean i I don't know that I would still be here because I just I, she's the toughest person I know. I was about to say she's she's got to be a tough bird because that's is, that's a is. lot, man. She that's and then, to, and then to put up with me too. That's, that's <laughs> <right>. <laughs> so that's my. I've got a like I said. I had the three kids, uh, or we had three, and then I've got the fourth. So we got four kids, but my uh, three oldest ones, uh, COVID year, nineteen. Um, they got married, uh, I guess it's 19, I can't remember if it's two years ago now. No, it was in 20. Yeah, it's 20 uh, when it really 20, got bad. It was 20. Um, they all three got married within six months of each other. Oh, so wow. I had, I had three weddings to pay for. and <laughs> They should have just done it all at the same, same wedding and this same, been like a combo. Thank God. Uh, no, that didn't work that way. It didn't work <laughs> that way. But I guess, you know, 
COVID erased all the races, so I got to use my race fees for the weddings, I guess. I don't know. But we got that took care of. I guess that was kind of a a, a bittersweet blessing. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. So that's pretty much where, where all that's at. Man, three weddings in one year. That had to have been crazy. It was uh, April the 3rd. Uh, his my son's was uh, April third, and it was actually that that day at uh, like six o'clock or something uh, was the restriction: no more than ten people in a gathering, and all of that stupid stuff that we did, you know. Yeah. So that, and then uh, May the thirtieth and August the eighth. So we were we were it was a pretty pretty packed couple of months there. Yeah, you had a busy twenty twenty with even with uh, COVID yeah. going on for sure. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. Well, Scott, I saw that you have already Spartan page showed that you've done fifty eight races since you started running. But w- that's just Spartan. Like, what other brands oh, yeah. have you been doing too? Every uh, you know when OCRs first started, everybody and their brother were having them. So if it was around, we did it. Muddy Brood, Superhero races. Uh, you you name it, and if it was where I could drive to it, we did it. We raced just about every every weekend we could find one. We did them, you know. Um, so I, I wouldn't even know how how to. I wouldn't even know how many races we've done. Right. But, uh, um, and you're and you got like oh, a y'all got like a little group that y'all call the Gray Berets. Tell us about sure. that. Okay. Um, back. Let's see. I guess it's 2015. Um, there was a Green Beret Challenge. Mark Ballas had put was putting on a had a, as a team competition Green Beret Ballad uh, Challenge at Fort Yargo, and so uh, Robert Tretch, he was you know we were all of you know we all made friends there going to the races through Gormers and everything the uh, Gormer group, and uh, so he decided that we would get a four, he would get a four man team up to to do in this thing so he. Ask me and uh, Richie Taylor and Jay Lumley to do it. And uh, I joke with them all the time. I said, the only reason you ask us to do this because you're the youngest and, you know, you're going to be the best one, the most in shape of all of us, you know. So anyway, we did the race. Uh, we were And we, we came up with, we nicknamed our team the Gray Berets simply <laughs> because it was a Green Gray Challenge and we were old. So uh, <laughs> we ended up, uh, I mean, yeah, I think uh, – we got like second place out of the thing, you know, which was huge. We were, there was a lot of teams, a lot of them a whole lot younger than us. So the Gravery thing kind of, kind of hung on to it there. So we started that and then we got to thinking about, well, shoot, we'll just ask these other people here. We'll, you know, and that's just kind of what happened. We got 51, I think 51 members now. Oh, wow. Uh, we kind of, the, uh, the, it's like, you got to be 50 years or older and then, just you know it's just kind of like a little game you nominate people whenever we come up with a new class to get in then everybody votes on them yeah i know or whatnot and you know just it's just all about getting good people do you, you know, have like a good, hazing good, that good they mind. have to go it doesn't through matter if you're uh a lot of people say oh gosh there's no way i'm ever going to win a race or get on the podium i know i can't that that's not it it's i mean there's just a lot of them do that but you know it's just if you're just getting a positive word out there Right. Positive word out there. So that's how that comes around. Hey, is there like a hazing that you have to go through to join? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, we won't go into that, but (laughs) the the, the nicknames, you 
you don't get a choice on what your nickname is. We come up with the nicknames for you, and you got to take it or you don't get to get in. So what is your yeah, nickname? So mine's, uh, mine is Patriarch, because at the time I was the oldest, oldest in the group. And uh, so that's what they came up with mine. So... Uh, now, anyway, we try to try to keep it okay, but that's that's pretty good. Right. So when I see you race, like sometimes you'll have these shirts on that say DLK. What does that stand for? All right. So that came around in uh, probably around 2016 or so. Um, um, buddy of mine that I met through running, uh, Hobby, my best friend, Hobby Eckes, uh, he had, uh, uh, I, I guess there used to be a, a utter mud run right we'd done it a couple of years and i was down there uh gray berries and all we were down there and uh, uh he was there talking to some other friends i knew and i, I saw him and i didn't have a clue who he was or anything and then like the, i think it's maybe the next weekend i did, was doing a local um 5k road race up here and in, in, in coming and uh he was there and come up and started talking to him and so we we talked about an hour or so and got to know each other and so we started it uh to leave and he said uh well when you racing next and i said oh, i don't know find something next week or what he goes well you know this was on a saturday he says well you know there's a race tomorrow don't you and i goes well i don't know he said yeah there's a race tomorrow why don't we go race that one i go race two times in one weekend you're crazy <laughs> he goes no we got so i said all right so I went, and I mean, it just kind of snowballed from there. We, 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 for years, we would run race every Saturday, Sunday. We'd find something or get together and run. So through that, when you're doing, and you know how this is, you you've got our, you know, our your running family, OCR running family, and you have like a trail running family, and then you got road, I mean, flat, you know, road racing family. So we started meeting all these people, doing so many of them at road races that that's all they did and uh you know you make bonds with them and and it's kind of like the gray braid thing and we just it's just me and him you know we thought they're a pretty good fella they they really you know do the positive thing out of it. so that's just something that we started ourselves just as a kind of a running thing side right. to because you don't have many people that cross over into all all three areas right you know so uh, it's just a little something to do, and it, uh, you know, it gives people. We got probably got about 40, 40 members of that there too, and and uh, you know, when you when you do something like the Gray Braze or this the DLK Team DLK, and uh, uh, you really see that it means a lot to the, some of the people that you ask. I mean, I mean, it really makes a big difference. Or it gives them a purpose, or I mean, I hate to say it that, but you know what I'm trying to say. Right. It, it makes you feel good. Yeah. You know, so, uh, so that's what we do it for. That's cool. Yeah. So, so I know that you've probably run a hundred races at the Conyers Horse Park. You know, we were there know. this past weekend, but and I've run, I've run a bunch there, but probably not as much as you. And this past weekend, it got rocked by a thunderstorm on Friday. And to me, like, this past weekend was one of the best races we ever had there. What do you think? I, I, I agree with you. You know, because, uh, I mean, the water was crazy. It was. I've never, I've never saw water like that there. You know, me I've been neither. there before when, when the, you know, the swamp area down there around where the the cliff climb and all that, you know, where that's been underwater, but we're just talking like ankle deep, what where it's been underwater. But, right. 
Never. When that when I started going that tunnel, yeah, <laughs> I know it, there's there's more water than there is light at the end of the tunnel. I thought this is crazy here. I know I and couldn't believe it. And then when we got it. in the in the the uh, little river or the little creek thing, and I mean it was up up to my shoulders almost. I said, These, right. there's people having to swim this thing because it's over their head. Yeah. Now I remember another year where we had a sandbag carry and it went through that creek for a little oh, bit man. where yeah. where it got like waste like that and I still to this day believe that because the on the Saturday when we did the super like that creek wasn't that deep but then mm-hmm. on the Sunday when we went through that creek like all those people that went through there it just washed it out and it was like oh, almost yeah. like it was waist deep that next day we went in there when the day before it was only like knee deep Oh man, yeah, it's a was... good place. I, I I like that place, and it, it's so great because they can. I mean, they a lot of places you go to, you pretty well know it's going to be the same, the same course right. primarily. And, but at Conyers, they've got so many different ways they change it up. Yeah, you know, it's 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 you never know which way you're going to go. Yeah, it was, and it was cool. Like this weekend, the the route was really good. You weren't doing an open running for a long time before they put right. you back in the woods. And man, that swamp section after the rope climb, man, that oh, was yeah. just that. Uh, <laughs> you you couldn't get good footing in there. If you come out of that yeah. race on either day and didn't walk away with a scrape or a bruise on your legs. You're a lucky son of a yeah, bitch. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it's, it's yeah. It's like you've been through a, a blank briar patch or something. I mean, yeah. there's scrapes and scratches everywhere. Because one yeah. step you'd be ankle deep, the next step you'd be waist deep. I mean, it was it was insane. Oh, yeah. It was. It was. It was. It was crazy. It, it was crazy. It was. It was good. It was definitely a good race, and that was the first time, to my knowledge, that we ever went through that round culvert. You know that. Yeah, you know, we've always yeah, gone under that. the other part. Yeah, I know that. I, I was too. I was thinking, well, you have to stop paying any attention to it. But I, now I'm pretty bad at not being able to. Uh, I don't remember race courses. I mean, when I get through ten minutes later, you could ask me where is so and so on the course, and I couldn't tell you if it's the beginning or uh, the end. Right. Or most people can, you know, they've studied it. They'll tell you, oh yeah, you know, we come down that hill and we go. Oh, sure. I have no clue. I come out of the woods and I hear an obstacle and I go, okay, that's what I got to do next. Right. You, you hear know? the bell ringing. Yep. That's true. But yeah. That was a, that was a wild course this past weekend and I, I enjoyed it. Yep. And you, uh, you placed in your age group on, on Sunday, right? I did. Um, I tell you, I, I haven't, uh, the running, the running business with, uh, just, life happening and some of them i've been been uh sick and ill and so running i i probably hadn't ran before that race maybe twice in the last month something like that so the running part was was uh going to be bad and it was you know (laughs) it's aggravated that i was having to walk more than i normally would have but um you know did pretty good was able to do pretty good on the obstacles and and so kind of backed into a third place spot but that was that was good i think we had seven or eight of us in the group my my groups are never big hardly not many people are doing them but uh uh, able to get able to get one of them well that's good man i mean shoot i mean you got to think it at you know at the 60 plus i mean 
I imagine that is a pretty smaller age group. I mean, just finishing a race is is, is an epic feat, man. Right, right. Mm. I, I look at it. Of course, I'm always grateful to you know to get that, but um, I always go the route of okay. I was the only. I was the oldest one that did age group this weekend. <laughs> so yeah. that's the victory there. Yeah, I mean, but <laughs> look still, back and go. Oh, there's nobody older than me that did the age group. That, that's pretty cool. I'll, I'll take that. I can't imagine all the people that you're out running that are half your age, though. You know, so. <laughs> well, it ain't just about your uh, age group, Scott. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, I appreciate that. That's good. But um, yeah, it was a good race this past weekend, and that Sunday race was sure enough cold. Mm-hmm. It was. It was. We were uh, uh, Frosty and I were talking before the race, and we were looking at each other like, "I just don't know if I want to do this." And I've never even thought that. And he said, "Were well, you going to? Are you going to? Because I'm just nearly not going to." And I go, "I'll tell you." about five minutes before and if you know if i go across the mat i'll finish it but if i don't you'll see me back at the car because i'm not going to then we went ahead and did it and ended up i think he, he got first and I ended up with third so we were both glad we went ahead and did it then <laughs> yeah see if you if as long as you start the race you won't have no regrets if you exactly if you if you exactly. watch everybody go race and you don't do it you'll be like man i probably could have done good and it ain't that bad now and you know what it really was cold like at the start but once we started mm-hmm. running like you warmed up pretty good yeah it, it ended up being pretty good but uh yeah and at the beginning i thought this is this is this is a mess but yeah. it was it, it turned out to be pretty good a lot better than i thought it was it was really cold there before the start though yeah like cold. i mean i i mean the dunk wall i mean it was cold but it wasn't like miserable or nothing no, like that no it wasn't uh um the, the second day i mean i don't know what happened but the the mud uh, you had this big pool in front of the second day where the <laughs> yeah, day before did. i don't know where that i don't know where that mound went yeah, you know what I'm talking about? I guess that mound before the dunk wall got, just got smushed down the day before. Yeah, I remember when I got there on the second day, there was somebody just standing there right in front of the wall, and they did not want to dunk under the wall. <laughs> and I pretty much just swam across the puddle, and I was like, just do it, man. <laughs> I know. I know. I'll tell you what I thought about you on Sunday, because I come out there at the same time, and I thought, this is where I'm going to get soaking wet, and I've got on this long sleeve shirt. And I'm going to either have to take it off and freeze to death. So uh, I was coming up to it, and there were two people standing there, you know, in front of me, just kind of like holding their, trying their best. And I thought, just do like Scott and take a dive and hit it and go yeah. under. Don't think a thing about it. So I never missed a stride and went straight on through. I, whew, I'm glad it's over. I mean, you, I mean, you're <laughs> going to do it anyway. Might as well just get it over quick and That's fast. Right. Don't think about it. Man, I don't know what it is about that second day, but it's like the mud and the dirt just stays stirred uh, up in the water because it's I, like I, I always have problems with my contacts coming I through the dunk even, on the second day. I couldn't day. see. I was, I was into the woods before I could see through the mud. Yep, you know, same. You know, of course, I didn't have anything to wipe my eyes with, so right. I was kind of walking, trying to hold on, make sure I wouldn't run into trees. Right. But it all worked out. I thought everybody else is doing the same thing, so yeah. we're good. Do you wear contacts, too? No, um, no, nah, I used two years ago, but I had LASIK done, so I don't, I don't, oh, wow. don't have to wear them. I have to wear reader glasses and all now as I'm getting older. But man, when I turned forty, it's like I've always needed like contacts to see far away ever since I was fifteen. Mm-hmm. But now that I've turned forty, like now 
Like if I'm got something that's really, really close to my face, like I'm starting to lose that now too. So yeah, yeah, it sucks getting comes, old. Comes with age. Yeah. <laughs> but so, man, did did you did you did your first ultra last year? Didn't you? I did. I did. I had uh, always, uh, you know, I, I would I would be envious of people who did it. No, I think now that would be cool. And I said, but there's no way. And, you know, I would, over the years when we started doing this far, I, I didn't do any age group stuff till, till, uh, like Asheville in 19. Right. And I'd always done open, you know, and, and I thought, well, shoot, I'll just give it a shot and see. Cause I'd, luckily, I mean, in open, I usually got, you know, would finish towards the top of it anyway. So I thought, I'll just see how this other goes. It'll give you something else to do and get, uh, less people, you know, on the course of the opens, it doesn't matter when you start, if you're, you're still bottled up and all of that. So, um, uh, I told two, three friends that talked about doing ultras. Now you got to do that next year. With you. So I, I just never did. So finally <laughs> I just buckled up and said, okay, I'll do that. And of course, you know, it wasn't really good weather, cool weather or anything. I mean, it was pretty miserable to me. But it was uh, such an accomplishment, you know, to get it done. I was I was proud to get it done. I know the year before or two, whenever it was so wet and raining up there, when y'all did the, the ultra and people were just dropping out left and right, I did the beast that day. Yeah, because we're talking and about the trial and horse park. Yeah, yep. yeah, and I kept thinking. Uh, you had a good yeah. time for I, that I beast thinking, that you know, year. If I can just. I, only way I can get through this beast is knowing I'm not got to do it again like those people. <laughs> right, and you had a good time that year too. You were just a little over four hours that year, wasn't you? I I don't have a clue. I don't know. I don't. I can't. That was a mi- that, that was but... a miserable day of happy suffering. Exactly. For me. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it rained all damn day during that. It race. did. You know, the Friday night before, it was just nice and everything out oh, there, man. the open house thing, and then it started yep. raining, and it rained literally, like you say, all day. Yep. All night. It was. It was miserable. We got in the starting corral, and it started sprinkling, and it didn't stop. <laughs> It was. Oh man! It was. I don't think I've ever ran a race where it rained so long and so hard. The things we pay for. No, that's right. <laughs> it's the experiences, man. Like you'll you you'll forget the races that were the easy ones, man. It's the oh, ones yeah. that were a struggle yeah. or the ones that you'll never forget. Exactly. Yeah. So, so yeah, I remember seeing you out there. We crossed paths a couple of times on some carries, I think, in that ultra and. uh so how did that race go for you? Um, well, I tell you, you know, we did the did the uh, beast loop, and then we had to do you know that oh, that five mile loop, whatever yeah. you call it. And then we got back to uh, um, transition, and I was like, and it's so stupid, but I mean, I've heard people say it. I've probably even heard you say it before. I kept thinking. I'm over halfway done. I don't have to do that other five miles right now. Yep. You know, they, well, I wasn't looking at thinking I've got to do 13 more. I was like, I've not got to do 18. Yeah, that, that helps you get out of transition <laughs> when you know that it's shorter. <laughs> yeah, it is. And I was so glad when we got to that point and that was closed off. I thought, I am so glad we're not going through there. Oh, man, that sandbag carry was like a half a mile. I can't remember. Was it, it was, it was, so it, it was forever. It was. Man, that was rough. Yeah. 
But yeah, that was a great course. That's I love that venue. To me, that's just one of the best venues. It's 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 not a mountain course, but it's got just enough hills to keep it interesting exactly. to where you're not yeah. just running keep wide ass open. Never never do you get bored at doing the same thing over and over there. Right. Like you say, you'll get about the time you start to get tired of it, you got a different change. You're either in yeah. the woods, out of the woods, up the hill, straight, flat away, obstacles. It's it's a good place. Yep. And you had a decent time there, and you placed in your age group. Didn't you get first place in your age group there? Well, there wasn't but one of us, so yeah. <laughs> but I was the oldest one. <laughs> no, there was more than one of y'all. Wasn't there? I think there was at least I'm three. Do I, I couldn't hear you. I think there was at least three of y'all. I did my research. I don't know. Two or three. Whatever, whatever maybe be good. I'll take whatever you say. Or maybe they didn't finish. <laughs> maybe you were the only one that finished. Could have been that. It could have been that. Could've hey, been. it's not your fault nobody showed up. You're exactly right. That's right. That just means I that think you, there, you were there, up to I'll the challenge. You, I think there were two of us. There were two of us. Two of you? Yeah, one eyes. Yeah, first of two. That's the truth. That's what it was. That's awesome. <laughs> that was a that was a good day. I that was a or that was a really good ultra. It was. I I got through with it, and it, you know, it's just like anytime you do something new and you get through with it, and you really have your doubts beforehand. I just don't know if I can do this, but I'm gonna give it a shot. It's always a great accomplishment feeling right. you know when you do get through with it right. so, I, know, I know we all had a good, good time day. hanging out i got out. my little purple purple penny or whatever I, I, that's pr- i'm proud of that one yeah that was that was that was, that was a good day for sure and mm-hmm. you know and the, the worst part to me about that race was just how cold it was when we started that race mm-hmm. it was super cold that had to have been the coldest race i ever did when we come to the water stations for at least the first four or five water stations the water was frozen that they had already poured in the cups <laughs> I, know, like, I know it like you had to break the That's ice to I drink thinking, the water what are you doing you're so stupid what are you doing i was like man i'm just you're ready for here, the sun go to come on. up but yeah man that was like I said that 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 those are the races you won't forget man and that being your first ultra that was an awesome first ultra. exactly exactly yeah Right on. Yeah, I'm proud of, proud it worked out that way. Yeah, man. So, uh, Scott, I've got a question. This is just, and every every time I have somebody on that 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 is, you know, a little older than me, I just want to know, like, like, what is your secret, you know, to the longevity of, you know, being able to do this, man? Is it just good genes, or, or you have like a secret, you know, that? of something that you do to um, keep yourself healthy um just um i guess just you know just uh, I, I have I, I weigh like now probably you know 155 to 160 according to you know right in there is where i stay and i i'm there i think i might have fluctuated maybe up to 165 one time i mean since high school Right. So I've always been this weight. I've never just had a, a good metabolism. I guess I'm never, you know, I don't eat crazy, but, uh, you know, I eat anything I want. So I've, I've never had to try to watch what I eat. You're lucky. You know, wait, so I'm so lucky there. Cause <laughs> I mean, if I had, if I was, I've told people a lot of times, if I had the tendency to gain weight and I had to watch what I eat, I'd probably, I, I would be huge because yeah. I wouldn't have the willpower. I don't think to, 
you know, to diet or to watch it. So, uh, it's hard, man. I struggle just with genetics it. or whatever, I guess, but I've been really lucky there. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. But no, man, the, and the reason why I ask questions like this, man, is because it's like I said in the beginning, man, you inspire me. I see you out there doing the things that you're doing. And I'm like, uh, I want to do that when I'm I your age, man. That. Uh, you know, I just, uh, it, I do think I just, you know, in my mind, and I guess this is true with everybody, but you know, I'm going to be 65, but in my mind, you know, my mind, I'm like, in my, you know, I'm 40, 30, I'm young. And, uh, I mean, when I get through with a race, I mean, this weekend, you know, got, I think I got fourth on Saturday, third on Sunday. And the whole time I'm thinking, yeah, but look how long it took you, you know, and everybody said, hey, man, that's a good way, way to go, way to go. You know, you're talking about the younger guys, y'all coming up and everything. I'm thinking, yeah, and y'all, y'all did it like in half the time that I did it. So that's my mentality, you know. But so, and I you, know I understand. What's so, and, and, <laughs> it's, and what's funny to me is, is they start your age group with the youngest age groups. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I'm I'm sure, and, and I'm sure there's some of them you only see at the beginning, but I guarantee you that there's some of them that only see you at the beginning too. Well, I don't know about that, but I, I'll tell you what, the way they've been doing that where we start like way before y'all do, I know that I'll be seeing y'all on the course when you come hollering by and I'm saying, I, <laughs> and you always holler out for me and I go, okay, there you go. Got the boost. <laughs> there he goes again. But at least he hollered. That's good. That's good. So it's always a boost. And, and I know you've said before, listen to your podcast, hey, you're encouraging people all along on the race course and all. It, it does. It means, it means a lot. I mean, it's a big pickup. It is because I'm slugging along thinking, golly, why are you? <laughs> you're why and then about that time y'all will start coming through, through and by me and it, it it helps out sure does i'll say well shoot i can do this now let's get on out of here man i love seeing people on the course that i know man and just cheering people on it takes me out of my head space you know so mm-hmm. right and right. it you know and it's funny this the, the, this happened this weekend so i'm always busting uh bruce jackson's balls all the time when we're on the course <laughs> Even and he's way faster than me, so I'm coming into the sandbag and he's coming out of the sandbag, mm-hmm. and I said, and he's and he's he's hauling ass too, and I said, I was all right. I said, all right, let's go, Bruce. Quit, quit running like a bitch, you know. <laughs> and this guy in front of me just picked up his sandbag and he's like a little ahead of me and he heard me said that and he turns around and looks at me and I just uh, and I just said I'm a mo I'm a vo- I'm a motivational kind of guy and he's like <laughs> and he's like oh I thought you were talking to me cuz my name's Bruce <laughs> and I never I never seen this guy in my life and I was like, no, I was talking to my buddy that just left back there. I was like, man, that is so freaking hilarious. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> so That's me and funny. him's running with the sandbags and laughing at the same time. It was great, man. That's what is so cool about these races is, is, I mean, even though we're out there being competitive and we're taking it serious, we're still, you know, in a, a, a frame of mind where we can cheer people on and have exactly. a good time, you know. Yeah. Because if, if I'm not having a good time, a I'm just going to stop doing it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Right. That's what it's all about. That's the truth. All right, Scott. So Rachel Waters asks, what are you most proud of? 
Oh gosh. Um, I'll tell you. Um, I mean, it could be anything. It doesn't have to be like a race or anything like that. Yeah. Okay. This go, going back to the the team DLK thing. Meeting meeting Harvey. Okay. Let, before before becoming friends with him, um, I guess my typical race thing would be. Um, I mean, the way you know me, I'm, I'm, I'm there, I'm talking to everybody, you know, I'm seeing people talking to them constant, talking, talking, talking. I never did that. I mean, I would, I would go to a race, get out of my car, maybe you know, head shake at one or two people, get up there, run the race, get through, hang out about 15, 20 minutes. Now I was back in my car and going home, Right. you know, no socializing. I'll just never have been a, um, um, once I get to talking to people, that's fine. But as far as me starting, you know, going up and introduce myself or starting talking to somebody, that just didn't happen. And uh, and and uh, my buddy Hobby, he's he's right the other. He's just the other way. So yeah, he is. I guess the most thing that I'm proud of is being able to to turn that around to where now my my goal now is to every race that I go to before I leave there. I've, I've met somebody that I've never spoke to before and, you know, got friends enough to make contacts with them to swap contact information or something. And, uh, it's just a goal kind of that I set for myself to do and to, to force myself to, you know, get out of my comfort zone a little bit. And, uh, I mean, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't believe how, different I am from the way that I used to be as far as socially going up and starting stuff. So that's the, that's the biggest thing that I'm most proud of. Yeah. I would have never, to, to, uh, the amount of friends I've been able to, to meet just simply because I, I initiated instead of waited for them to come, you know, talking to me or whatever. So that's, that would be the thing I'm most proud of. Yeah. I would have never thought you were like that because you always seem, you know, real chatty and always got a smile yeah. on your face every time I see you at a race, man. Nah, I mean, <laughs> used to, at being I first started, sit in the car till time to get out and go straight up there and do my thing and leave. And not that I wanted to be that way, it's just I just, you know, it just wasn't me. That's just wasn't me to talk to me. So that's, that's a huge, huge difference and one that I'm, I'm pretty proud of right there. That's hobby that just totally uh, rubbed off on you because isn't he a car salesman or something like that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, good gosh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But he uh, he was that way, so that's, that's what – and he, he helped get me to that point. So uh, I like hobby. He's a good guy. Pretty cool, yeah. Okay, Rachel also asks – what would you tell your 25-year-old self? Oh me. That's before um, you got married, so this could be a big this could be a big deal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, you know, I, I was told a, a fella today I went to eat lunch and uh, uh, the waiter who was waiting on me, he, I don't know why he started talking, but he said that it was his mom's birthday and he had a cake made for her and he's going to take her and she's going to be really surprised all stuff so through, through the mail, whatever he's coming around, I asked him, I said, well, how old are you? He said, I'm 22. And I said, listen, do not blink because you'll be my age. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, and don't, you know, don't wait and, and plant thinking, oh, I've got time to do that. Oh, I'm, I'm going to do that one day. I'm going to do that. I said, because you'll mess around and things won't happen. So just take advantage, keep your eyes open and be, 
be more perceptive and to do to do more. Uh, you know, don't don't keep putting it off. I've got time for that later. I can do this, or I'd like to do that. Do that sometimes. So, uh, of course, take take better care, get more sleep, all of that good stuff. But blah 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 on that part. Right. Do you but get a lot of sleep, or are you an early riser? Do I what? I couldn't do, hear you well. Do you get a lot of sleep? Or? Uh, no, I can't sleep. If I get four hours sleep a night, I've been on vacation. Oh wow! I do. It's uh, uh, it's it's been that way about twenty years, I guess. You know, I, if I sleep a, a two hour stretch and wake up, I'm like, man, this is awesome. So I get to sleep usually by eleven or so, and by about three thirty or four, then I'm, you know, it's just every you know thirty minutes or so, something like that, till time to get up. So. Man, I keep saying if I could just rest and get a lot of sleep, man, I could probably do some good on some of this stuff. <laughs> man, it sounds like you sleep like Sean Clayton does. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. Three twenty, two thirty-five, three oh five. You should start taking pictures of your <laughs> watch like he does. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> so, what do you do with all that extra time you on your hands, Scott? Golly, I work. Uh, Probably fifty hours a week. Oh wow! Average, average that. I mean, of course, we have services. You know, seven seven days a week. So yeah, uh, here Monday through Friday weekends. I mean, it's nothing to. We got services. I try my best to be out here at them. So if it's just a trail race is what I mean. I go race and a lot of times leave straight from there, come straight to work, put on my you know change my clothes and out there to work, you know for four or five hours or whatnot mud still wet in your hair oh exactly yeah <laughs> exactly you don't want to get close to me but I'm, i got on my suit so we're good <laughs> right <laughs> so uh i just don't have a whole lot of time never never wanted to sit around or do anything so it's between working uh racing doing the home stuff and and uh just stay busy stay okay. busy okay my okay. buddy Michael Robertson asked this question. I don't want to know what it is. <laughs> I don't want to know. <laughs> you're, you're probably right, and you might not want to did, give us an answer for this. Did he have his tooth in or out? <laughs> <laughs> I told him when he's got that tooth out, that's race mode. <laughs> oh, wait. Okay, let's hear the question. So he says that the pictures that you've posted on Facebook, where you have a picture of your hand, in front of a chain link fence, you put a caption with it that says, if you know, you know. Michael asks, he doesn't fucking know, and he wants to know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll tell him. I'll tell him. I never would tell him. He'd ask me, and I'd just I'd blow it off. So I'll just tell him. That is uh, over at Sawney Mountain. There's uh, a road that actually goes up there. You know, and if you you know, following by this, that trains over there, uh, Tower Road. People go there, do hill, repe hill repeats up Tower Road, and it's just a, a paved road goes up to the top of the mountain, up to the power thing up there. And that gate where the where that fence is right there is up at the very top. That's as far as you can go to it. So all the trail people around here, when we're running for training for, you know, 50 milers or 50 Ks or whatever, of course, Sawney Mountain's a good place to train. And, uh, so whenever, you know, everybody will, will, that's one place you show that you've done that. So when we were training for, uh, I did, uh, when COVID hit, I did started thinking, well, I'll just, you know, 
OCR's gone, I'll try to do some long distance stuff because I never did run run long. And in my my book, I always thought, man, if I could be anything, I would love to be an ultra runner. You know, that right. could just run for days, that trailed people, you know, because they just seem like so so far out of my league or whatnot, you know. So right. anyway, started I did several fifty Ks, and then um, we were training for several around here it was going to do the georgia jewel 50 miler back in 20 september 20 so it got to be kind of a running joke when all of us that was training at different times we'd run <laughs> run there and do that so that's just where it came from uh, you know, it's just a hill repeats up there sony uh, mountain and if you don't know where it's at you'll say what the heck's that that place and that's all it is i thought you were about to say if you, when you got to the top if you touch that fence it would shock the piss out of you or something <laughs> <laughs> no it should it should but it don't it don't <laughs> all right oh, scott man. so we're getting close on time but i always ask everybody that comes on the show these same questions so to this day what has been your most favorite race and why okay um well, I've, I've actually got two, okay. two things that happened. Um, back in 2014, uh, it was the first year of the OCR World Championships in Ohio, and uh, they were, and 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 it was the same day as the Carolina Beast in Winsboro. And so Spartan, I guess, decided you know was trying to pull people from going up there, so they decided to give uh, money out to age group winners. Oh, wow. I mean, it, it was like five hundred dollars for first place, two fifty for second, a hundred dollars for for uh, third. So we had already signed up to go to Carolina. So me and Richie went up there and did that, and uh, so I ended up winning winning my age group. So I actually won some money racing. So that oh, was hell pretty, yeah. you know, that was pretty awesome. That is awesome. So, um, so I, the story to go along with that was I, you know, cause talked to my parents and told them I'd won that money. So it didn't matter every race after that. I'd go up mom and dad's and dad say, where you been? I said, well, I did a race. Did you win any money? (laughs) (laughs) No, dad. (laughs) No, dad. Yeah. (laughs) That's not the way it works. (laughs) They were just trying to lure people and they gave me some money. Okay. (laughs) Uh, My mom's the same way. She says, did you win? (laughs) And I I guess the other one, the other that I was, you know, the, the best racer most proud of is in 17, they had the, uh, eight-hour toughest motor south yeah uh, started at midnight and went day and i never ran any distance at all and so we decided we signed up for that and there again it was hobby's idea oh you can do that so i ended up ran that and got 25 miles in through the night and then turned around and was already signed up for the 11, uh, tough motor 11 o'clock so i did that one so i ended up doing like 36 miles that day and i never even dreamed in my life that that would have ever happened of course now you know That's now you epic. know how you can do but at the time that was that was huge. So those two stand out the best as far as as being uh, you know big big memories at the time. So was that Dallas? Was that the one that was in Texas or not? No, this was this was at uh, where is it? This where they have all the tough motor stuff here. Uh, Fairburn or uh, oh, they had an eight hour here. I don't remember. That must have been yeah, the first year. I don't yeah, remember that. Was, yeah, it was it was in 2017. Huh? They had it, and it was it started like uh, the Friday night. Friday night at midnight, right, and went till went till eight the eight next morning. morning, and then the regular Tough Motor started at eleven o'clock that Saturday, and uh, so we did it. Perfect weather, 
perfect. Everything was just perfect. Didn't get, you know, didn't get cold. It didn't rain. It was just, everything just fell right into place. So it was, it was awesome. I would say that was a good tough motor race if it didn't get cold on you. That's the only one. <laughs> the only one. <laughs> Are you going to do the tough mutter coming up next month? I'm sorry. Are yeah, you? yeah, I am. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to be there too. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, so to this day, what has been like the race that you liked the least or hated the most? Uh, I really couldn't come up with any any particular one, but I guess the main thing would probably be the the world's toughest mutters, just simply because I was so unprepared for them. Right. You know, and it, it made me mad because I, you know, I just you know just being unprepared. That's what really hacks me off. You know, of course, the cold ones are no fun, but then you get over that and you forget about it. Right. And it wasn't that bad of a race afterwards. But, uh, uh, yeah, the world's tough smutters just being unprepared and knowing that, you know, that first that first one they had here, nobody, I mean, that, yeah. the weather, that was crazy. But and then the next time it came, a little bit more prepared, but still just wasn't was still wasn't cold prepared. that one too. Yeah, so that's uh, the worst worst part. <laughs> Yeah. How many miles did you get both of those years? Um, 30. I was, first, first was 20 when it was so cold. Right. And then I just locked down. And then 30 was the next, and I just got cold in the middle of the night. And about 2.30 or something, I thought, okay, I'll, I'll go back out in the morning. Yeah, right. That didn't happen. So. Did you jump off of the stacks? And what was that? That was 2018, right? Um. Yeah. No, I did not. <laughs> Did not. Are, are you scared of heights? <laughs> and guess what? I won't ever if that ever happens again. <laughs> You'll have to push me off. <laughs> are you going to do it this year now that it's going to Pensacola? Uh, yeah, I'm supposed to. All right, me too. So we'll, this will so be my we'll give first it a one. Shot to see. Maybe it can't be that cold. God, I hope I've not. got at least a lot better gear than I had back at the time. I know. I need to start thinking about buying some wetsuit gear i guess exactly <laughs> i've got an old wetsuit that i used to surf in a long time ago and i thought about just mm-hmm. cutting the sleeves off of it and just kind of that way because it's really tight i probably need to actually lose some weight before i would fit comfortably <laughs> don't wait till the week before and try it on okay? i won't i definitely won't do that but I hate to buy another wetsuit when I got one, you know. I know, that's true. That's true. <laughs> I might just have to, like, cut slits in it so my fat can breathe <laughs> out of it better. My love handles. <laughs> oh, man. That'll be some good pictures. It'll least. be frustrating because it's one of those that has a zipper in the back, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and it's pretty thick, too. But hopefully, I, I'm like you. Hopefully, it'll be warm enough in Pensacola. We won't have to wear something like that. Exactly. I'm hoping so. Me too. Me so. too. All right, Scott. So, what is your race weekend ritual? Uh, you know, I wish I had this big, drawn-out thing for you, but I absolutely don't. I'm one of these that Friday night, I'm mad rushing around trying to find clothes to pack to go to do. <laughs> uh um, eating wise, I just try not to eat really crazy, but I'm, I, I don't have anything. And I, as much as long as I've done it and I hear all these people that do, you know, have this, right. they don't do this, they do that. And I'm thinking, gosh, if somebody could just tell me what to do, I might be better at it. But <laughs> <laughs> coming up with it on my own, it's just, I haven't got time to. <laughs> Shit, Scott, I think you're doing pretty good the way you're going, man. Well, that's okay. I had a, uh, 
AFib a couple of years back, and mm. that kind of slowed down from where I'm on the medicine from that. So uh, since then, it's all been about just maintaining and trying to get better. So I'm good at maintaining. So that's what I'm trying to do. Just just hold where you're at. Well, man, you're placing in your age group. I'd say that's pretty good, man. I appreciate that. Thanks. Well, hey, Scott, man, I appreciate you taking the time to do this interview. Is there anything you want to add, man, or tell people where they can, like, follow you on Instagram? Uh, yeah, that would be good. I, 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 I appreciate appreciate you asking me to do this and uh, enjoy listening to all your, all your other podcasts, too, that you talk with people. Um, if you haven't done one, just try to get out there and try. I mean, it does, you don't have to do good at it or whatnot. We, there's, I tell people all the time, there's people from one extreme to the other out there, and everybody's having just as good a time as the other one is. You're right. So get out there, and and uh, it'll open up. I mean, I've, I've got a whole nother running family out there, people that are really good friends, you know, that I value their friendships I never would even have met. You know, if I hadn't had to put myself out there to do something different, so I uh, can't do anything but but uh, improve your life. You're, I mean, so, you're right, man. My best yeah. friends are in this sport that I started doing in 2015. Exactly, you exactly know? right. That's that's the truth. That's the truth. And uh, and uh, I've heard you say it before, and it, it's so true. You know, when you uh, get to a pull up to a race, I mean, it's just before you even know it. You know, it's Scott. What yeah. are you doing? Hey, hey, how you doing? You know, and that's that makes it that much better. Yeah. Uh, a couple of years ago, my uh, my two daughter, oldest daughters, they decided I think it's a Warrior Dash or a Rugged Maniac, something like that. They were going to go do it with me, so we they went with me. And of course, you know, got out. And as soon as you start walking in, people, you know, talking and like that, and they were like, my, my son-in-law, he wasn't. Uh, they weren't married then, but he went. And he said, I thought I was going to have to just. Felt like paparazzi is out there. So we could even turn around to go because if somebody's hollering for you or wanting to take a picture, you know, like that. So that makes it good. Seeing people and, and just the socializing parts really, really good. It is, man. And that's what's that's the coolest thing about the sport. The race is one thing, but the community is another, man. We're like a big and, family and out I, there. It's a the O C R community, a family is I don't know, it's different from I mean, I love my trail running family, my other thing, but this is they are just, uh, I don't know, it's just a closer, closer knit group. I don't know how to, what the difference is, but they're, uh, you feel like you've got, you've found something when you're there. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, hey, Scott, man, I ain't going to hold you up no more, and I uh, hope to see you at Savage this weekend. Okay, if I'm not, I'll see Mary at the Dirty Spokes, and Michael can go get in the mud. How about that? <laughs> All right, Scott, <laughs> thanks for talking to us. All right, thank you, sir. See you. Hope you enjoyed the interview. I want to thank Scott again for taking time to talk to us. If you ever see Scott at a race, go up to him and say, Hey, man, I heard this interview on Scott's podcast, and I just wanted to introduce myself. You sound like a cool guy. Because Scott's one of those people that you just want to be friends with. Uh, I hope I get to see him at Savage this weekend. I hope I get to see y'all at Savage this weekend. Let me know if you're going. Uh, Follow us on Instagram and Facebook, and hey, we'll see you at the next race. Later.